Welcome back to Heroes of the Faith, a show where we are inspired by the lives of the saints so that we can become saints ourselves. I am your host, Isaac Longworth, and today I wanted to tell you about one of the most well-documented supernatural events of all time. And this event took place in 1917 in this little Portuguese town called Fatima, which maybe you've heard of, but Fatima is also where the story of our saint of today begins. And our saint is named Saint Jacinta Marto. Now, Saint Jacinta was born in 1910. She was the youngest of seven children. And when she was little, she was full of energy. She loved to sing. She loved to dance. She would get her brothers to play music for her. Uh, and she was also a very social child. She made friends with everyone very easily. But she wasn't a perfect child either, as no child is. And uh, she could be very jealous if her friends played without her. She was also very stubborn. She was known when she was little especially to sulk and pout in order to get what she wanted. Uh, she liked things done her way, and she wasn't happy if it didn't go her way. But she was also a very heartfelt little girl. And since her family raised her Catholic, she was raised to love Jesus very much. And when she was five years old, she heard about how Jesus had suffered and died for her on the cross, how Jesus had come to die in order to forgive the sins of the world. And when she heard what had happened to Jesus, how he had been beaten and tortured and spit upon and nailed to a tree, all because of the sin in the world, she burst into tears as this little five-year-old girl, and she exclaimed that she would never sin again. A very heartfelt little girl, a real love for Jesus. Now, one of Jacinta's best friends was her older cousin Lucia. And when Lucia was 10 years old, she was sent off to take care of the family's sheep to take them to pasture at a place called the Cova de Ira, which was just outside of Fatima. And Jacinta's older brother Francisco, who was nine at the time, was allowed to go with her. Now Jacinta was much too young to go. She was only seven years old, but she sulked and pouted so much that her parents finally let her go with her older cousin and her older brother to go and take care of the sheep. And Jacinta loved it. She loved the sheep. She especially loved the baby lambs. She loved to carry them in her arms and play games with them. Uh, the children all together would pray the rosary after they had had lunch together. They had been taught to do that by their parents. But they were also kids and they wanted to get on with playing and, and having a good time in the fields. And so in order to save more time, they would cheat while saying the rosary. And they would say an Our Father, and then they would only say the first sentence of the Hail Mary. So they would say the Our Father, and then they would say Hail Mary full of grace, and then they would just leave it at that and say ten of those. So they cheated a little bit so that they would have longer time for playing, as maybe most kids would do. But one day, while they were out taking care of the sheep, they had something amazing happen to them. Right before their very eyes appeared a dazzling man who seemed to be made out of pure light. And he appeared to the three astonished children while they were in the middle of playing a game together. And he told them that he was the angel of peace. The angel of peace. And this angel invited them to come and pray with them. And he taught them this prayer. He taught them to pray, my God. I believe, I adore, 
I hope and I love you. And I ask pardon of you for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love you. And with this prayer, the angel taught them that Jesus deserves all of our love and all of our faith. But the problem is, is that Jesus receives this love from so few people. So many people don't love Jesus, don't adore him, don't hope in him, don't believe in him. And so the angel was inviting the children to show extra love for Jesus with this prayer, to make up for all the rejection that he had experienced from all of the sinners in the world who did not believe in him. Now, this angel, he appeared to the children several more times after this, and one time he actually brought them the Eucharistic host and chalice. At Mass, uh, the host is the bread, the chalice is what holds the wine that becomes the body and blood of Jesus, and so he brought this with him, but the host that he brought was bleeding into the chalice, and he left it suspended in midair and prostrated himself, laid down on the ground before it, and encouraged the children to also lay down on the ground in front of the Eucharist and to offer prayers before Jesus in the Eucharist, to pray this way often. And he encouraged them to pray and to offer sacrifices to show Jesus the love that he deserved and to make reparation, to make up for all the sins that others had committed towards Jesus in the Eucharist. All those who did not believe that the body and blood of Jesus was truly present in the host and in the wine. And so Jacinta took all of this to heart, all that she had learned from the angel. She and the other two children, they really began to pray fervently for sinners to come back to God. And they would often pray this prayer that he had taught them. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. And all of them together agreed to keep the angel's visits a secret. They weren't going to tell their family. They weren't going to tell their friends. But the little extroverted Jacinta, who loved to talk, loved to tell people about what was going on in her life, she couldn't keep the excitement to herself. And she accidentally told her family. Well, as soon as she had done that, word quickly spread throughout the rest of the town that the children, the shepherd children, were seeing angels while they were taking care of the sheep. And there was a lot of opinions about what was actually happening. Some of them just thought it was childish imagination and just laughed it off. Um, others, including Lucia's mother, were very angry and thought that the children should be punished for lying. Um, they even brought them to the parish priest for questioning to try and figure out what was going on. But right from the very start, Jacinta's father believed his daughter right away. He knew that she wasn't perfect, that she could be stubborn, but he knew that she wasn't a liar. And he believed her, and he tried to defend her from the mockery of the village. Well, the children continued to take care of the sheep during this whole uproar, until one day, a new heavenly visitor appeared to them at the Kova. And they knew that something was going to happen that day, because in the middle of the day, despite it being a super clear day, not a cloud in the sky, there was a sudden loud clap of thunder and after this thunder there appeared in front of them a lady and the children later described what she looked like and i'll read to you what they described they said there was a lady clothed in white brighter than the sun radiating a light more clear and intense than a crystal cup that had been filled with sparkling water and had been lit by burning sunlight 
this beautiful, glorious, shining lady dressed in white appeared to them. And this lady was the Blessed Virgin Mary, Jesus's own mother. And she had come down from heaven with a special message for these children that she wanted them to share with the world. One of the things that she wanted to tell the children was to teach them how to pray and how to offer sacrifices for the conversion of sinners. That they would pray very hard that people who had refused God's love would come back to him to turn away from their sins. And the lady especially told these children that she wanted them to pray the rosary for the salvation of souls. She told the children that she wanted them to come back to the Kova on the 13th of every month so that she could appear to them and share more messages with them. And so the children were obedient. They agreed to it and they began to follow Mary's directions. Together, they prayed the rosary every single day. This time they prayed the full one. There was no cheating. They prayed the full rosary. And in addition to this, they took on penance to offer up for sinners. So they would take on things that made them uncomfortable, things that maybe caused them a little bit of pain in order to unite their sufferings to Jesus on the cross so that sinners could come back to him. Now, of the three children, Jacinta was actually the most intense when it came to sacrifices. And she invented all of these interesting ways to make herself less comfortable in order to have more to offer up for people. She would feed her lunches to the sheep so that she had nothing to eat all day. She would give up drinking water, especially while she was working in the hot sun. She tied this knotted rope around her waist, which was really uncomfortable and would bother her all day. She tied a knotted rope around her waist, which was really uncomfortable and it would bother her all day. She did all of this in order to offer it up for poor sinners to come back to God. Now, on top of all of these sacrifices that they were taking on themselves, the children continued to face mockery and scorn from the villagers who didn't believe them, and even sometimes from their own family members. Their own parish priest suspected that the children were being tricked by the devil and tried to get them to stop going to see this lady, but despite all of it, little Jacinta continued to trust Mary and to be obedient to her requests, no matter what it cost her. Now, one day, Mary had an especially important message for the children. And it was a terrifying message because she showed the children an image of hell, a moving image of hell. Hell is a place that we as Catholics believe is real. It is a place where people who ultimately reject God go to spend all eternity. It's a terrible place separated from God forever. And the children were given an image of what hell looks like. And they describe it in their own words. They describe what they saw. They said, we saw as it were a sea of fire and plunged in this fire were demons and souls in human form, like transparent burning embers, all blackened and floating about in the conflagration. Now raised into the air by the flames that issued from within themselves, together with great clouds of smoke, now following back on every side like sparks 
in huge fires without weight or equilibrium and shrieks and groans of pain and despair, which horrified us and made us tremble with fear. The demons could be distinguished by their terrifying and repulsive likeness to frightful and unknown animals black and transparent like burning coals. And so the children watched this image of hell as the souls of those who had rejected God were thrown about in great billowing clouds of smoke and fire, wailing in pain and despair and being tortured by demons. Now, obviously, this is a terrifying thing to see, and all the children, but especially Jacinta, were horrified at the vision. And Mary begged the children to continue to offer sacrifices, to continue to pray for the conversion of sinners so that they would repent before it was too late. You see, God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. He doesn't want anyone to be without him for all eternity. And so he had sent his mother to warn the world, to warn sinners, to come back to him before it was too late. Now, after Jacinta had seen the destination of those who refused to repent, those who refused to love Jesus, Jacinta upped her prayer and sacrifice. She added even more prayer, even more things that she could offer up to God because her little heart was terrified at the thought that anyone would go to this horrible place she had seen. And she prayed fervently that people would turn back to Jesus, receive his love and mercy before it was too late and they would be sent to hell forever. She had this great, great love for souls. She didn't want anyone to go to hell. And so they continued to travel to the Kova to meet with Mary. Now, by this point, crowds of people who believed their story or were at least curious about what was happening, they traveled, they journeyed there to see what was going on. And the large crowds of people that were gathering there to witness these supposed apparitions of Mary, well, they caught the attention of local authorities who were very nervous about the commotion that was being caused in Fatima by Jacinta and the other two children. You see, a little bit of backstory here, the government in Portugal at the time was really atheistic. It was fiercely anti-religion, and it was trying to secularize the predominantly Catholic country of Portugal. The government officials believed that faith was superstitious, and that it was only something that was held by ignorant people, by poor people, and so they thought that the solution for the modernization, for the progress of Portugal lay not in Catholicism, but in abandoning all religion in favor of atheism. And so this is why when they heard rumors that Mary was appearing to visionary shepherd children, they determined that they needed to stop this immediately. They needed to stamp out this religious fervor so that it wouldn't interfere with their atheistic designs for Portugal. And so the mayor of the town, who was a former Catholic but had left the faith, he actually kidnapped Jacinta, Lucia, and Francisco and brought them to his house for interrogation. And he tried a whole bunch of tricks to try and get them to confess that their story was false. But the children refused. He tried to bribe them because he knew that they were poor farmers. He tried to give them all of this stuff. 
He threatened them with death. He threatened that he would boil them in oil, which, of course, he wasn't allowed to do, but they didn't know that. They were just kids. They didn't know what the, what the mayor could do to them. And he even put them in prison with other real criminals. Just imagine how terrifying that would be for these little kids, 10, 9, 7 years old, being sent to prison with real adult criminals. They must have been terrified, but through it all, Jacinta and the others refused to back down from their story. Well, eventually, the mayor, he couldn't keep them forever. He had to let them go. And the angry crowd refused to let him get close to them ever again. They defended the children. Now, when the children were released, they were told by Mary that on October 13th, 1917, she would perform a public miracle to prove that she really was appearing. And when this news got out, word spread like wildfire. Over 30,000 people showed up at the Cova to see the miracle that Mary had promised, and they braved the pouring rain that had turned everything to mud. Now included amongst this crowd of hopeful people was many secular newspaper reporters. Now they were there not because they were excited that the miracle was going to happen, but they suspected that it wouldn't take place and they were gleefully waiting to expose the catholic church to expose these children to expose the faith as the superstitious fraud that they thought it was however when the time for the miracle had come the children all saw visions of jesus mary and joseph in the sky blessing the crowd and while the children saw these visions the entire crowd of 30,000 people witnessed something amazing. All together, at the same time, they saw the sun begin to dance. The sun began to spin and move through the sky. It began to change color, and people could look directly at it without any pain or trouble with their eyes. At one point, the sun actually seemed to plummet towards the earth, coming closer and closer, and people thought that it was the end of the world. They were screaming and crying and running around in fear. But eventually, this miracle stopped and the sun returned back to normal and the people fell to their knees and glorified God because they were able to see this miracle and they believed the children that Mary really was appearing and that her messages were true. The atheist newspapers were forced to report that a miracle actually had happened. Against their wildest imaginations, a miracle had actually taken place. They had seen it with their own eyes. And to this very day, we still have the newspapers with the headlines to prove it. And Jacinta and the other two children were finally vindicated. Now, after Mary stopped appearing to them, Jacinta never forgot the messages that she had received to pray and sacrifice for the repentance of sinners, that they would be saved from the horrible reality of hell. But an even greater sacrifice was soon to be required of little Jacinta. Because in 1918, only a year after the miracle of the sun, a terrible influenza epidemic swept through Portugal and Jacinta caught the virus. And so she was taken away from her family to go and recuperate in a hospital. Obviously, this was a very traumatic time for her. She was very lonely and homesick. But Mary came to her in the hospital and told her that she would not survive the illness, 
but that Jacinta would be soon moved to two different hospitals, would have to suffer much from this illness, but that eventually Mary would come to take her to heaven soon. And so Jacinta accepted all of this willingly from Mary to offer it up for the conversion of sinners. She had to go through many different treatments and procedures. At one point, she had to undergo surgery with limited anesthesia that removed two of her ribs. And yet, despite her terrible pain, she continued to pray for hours, sometimes prostrate on the ground, just like the angel had taught her to pray, interceding for the lost souls who didn't know Jesus. Eventually, just as Mary had told her, she was moved to another hospital where she predicted the exact date of her death. Jacinta told the doctors when she would die, and she was right. She died right on the day that she said she would, at the young age of nine years old. Now, one thing we can learn from Jacinta is her passion to help souls escape the fires of hell, especially by praying the rosary and offering sacrifices just like she did. We all have people in our lives who are far from the Lord, and possibly they are in danger of losing out on God for all eternity. They are in danger of hell. And so just as Jacinta prayed fervently for souls, we too can pray for them, pray the rosary often, asking Mary to lead them to Jesus. Jacinta also offered up sacrifices for souls to come back to Jesus, and we can do that as well. Maybe you are like Jacinta and you already have a lot of suffering in your life. Maybe you have a a debilitating sickness or you have a hard job or all of these other pains and troubles that come from life. You can offer these up just like Jacinta did when she was in the hospital suffering from influenza and going through surgery. But you can also take on additional penances, something that we're maybe used to doing as Catholics during Lent where you give up chocolate or give up some kind of food, but we can do this all the time, not just in Lent. Like Jacinta, we can cut back on food. We can cut back on our time on the internet. We can maybe wake up a half an hour earlier just to cause ourselves a little bit of discomfort. There's thousands of things we can do to suffer just a little bit of pain and offer it up for the salvation of souls. That's what Jacinta did. And she ended up becoming the youngest child to ever be canonized a saint by the Catholic Church. And so let's pray right now to Saint Jacinta that we would become saints no matter what age we are, just like she was. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Saint Jacinta, you had a beautiful devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, and you faithfully prayed the rosary just like she asked you to do. Help us also to grow close to our Blessed Mother, always doing what she asks of us. Jacinta, you had a terrible fear of hell and you didn't want anyone to go there. Help us too to desire above all to be with God forever in heaven. And help us to assist as many people as possible to come along with us. Saint Jacinta, you willingly chose to suffer through many small sacrifices for the sake of sinners. Help us to get better at denying ourselves so that we too can be united with Jesus in his suffering on the cross and help poor sinners turn away from their sin 
and experience the love of God. Saint Jacinta, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.